1: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace.
2: Judge Linen-Weber set a trial date of April 27th. That's despite arguments by R. Kelly's attorneys for more time since this is just one of four ongoing cases against the singer. R. Kelly said nothing as he stood through this morning's hearing in an orange jail jumpsuit. His attorneys argued for more time given what they called voluminous discovery in this case, which includes two co-defendants. Those former associates allegedly helped Kelly to pay off witnesses in his 2008 child porn trial and buy back incriminating sex tapes. Ahead of today's hearing, prosecutors had the Grammy winner moved into the General jail population from solitary confinement after a defense motion claiming harsh restrictions for an unconvicted man awaiting trial.
3: I think if you if you saw Robert today, uh, he looks probably the best he's looked since this ordeal began. You can see kind
0: of an unburdening of his spirit, the fact that he's now a general population.
1: The singing sensation, R. Kelly, moved into general population the strangest part of his argument was when prosecutors dismissed treatment claims by r kelly claiming that he had been living it up buying tons of snacks from the commissary including snickers bars kicking back kind of a hero behind bars long story short r kelly you're going to trial all the whining about life behind bars when according to prosecutors he's been holding women in his quote compounds underage girls and molesting them i'm nancy grace this is crime stories thank you for being with us With me, Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. What's the latest with R. Kelly?
3: Nancy, R. Kelly is wanted by the courts after a bench warrant was issued for his arrest in Minnesota for failure to appear. And this was just a two-minute hearing, but senior Hennepin County attorney Judith Cole said that no attorney had been in contact with her office or filed a certificate of representation for R. Kelly. And remember, Nancy, he's facing two counts of engaging in prostitution with a person under 18 in Minnesota. And this bench warrant is non voluntary. So he has to show up to court next time. And here's the thing Kelly is currently being held in the federal metropolitan correctional facility in Chicago on sex crimes charges. Kelly's attorney is. Steve Greenberg has disputed that his client failed to appear in Minnesota. He said on Twitter, quote, I was not served with any notice of court proceedings, nor was he. I did not resist his appearance, nor did he. He also pointed out, Nancy, that R. Kelly is in custody. Greenberg says it is the prosecutor who must obtain a court order for R. Kelly to appear, and it's the prosecutor who must go get him if he is in custody somewhere else. They do not just give him a travel pass from federal custody. That's from Steve Greenberg, his lawyer. And Nancy, the Illinois U.S. Attorney's Office, has apparently told the Minnesota courts that it will not make Kelly available, until after his federal case is all finished. And this criminal complaint says in 2001 that a minor approached R. Kelly, asked him for an autograph, and he gave the 17-year-old his number. When she met Kelly, he gave her $200 to dance for him, and he allegedly touched her sexually. And this is all on top of R. Kelly being moved into general population, Nancy, and... What is so odd about this is that he his lawyers have complained about mistreatment in jail, yet there's a recorded phone call that prosecutors say they have where he's bragging about how popular he is, and he even did not want to be in general population at one time because he said that he was so popular people would be coming up to him all the time. So he didn't even want to be in general population, so his claims of mistreatment are not very credible considering the fact that he's bragged about how popular he is.
1: Take a listen to this.
4: Earlier today, Robert Kelly was indicted before a Cook County grand jury on 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse involving four victims. The first victim, initials HW, was involved in incidents which occurred between May 26, 1998 and May 25th, 1999. A grand jury returned an indictment on four counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse based on the victim being under the age of 17 and Robert Kelly being more than five years older than the victim. The second victim, initials RL, was involved in an incident which occurred between September 26, 1998 and September 25, 2001. A grand jury returned an indictment on two counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse based on the victims being under the age of 17 and Robert Kelly being more than five years older than that victim. The third victim, initials LC was involved in an incident which occurred February 18, 2003. A grand jury returned an indictment on one count of aggravated criminal sexual abuse based on the transmission of semen by Robert Kelly upon any part of the body of the victim for the purpose of sexual gratification during the course of an underlying felony of attempt criminal sexual assault. The fourth victim initials J.P. Was involved in incidents which occurred between May first, 2009 and January 31st, 2010. A grand jury returned an indictment on the three counts, three counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse based on the victim being under the age of seventeen and Robert Kelly being more than five years older than the victim. Aggravated criminal sexual abuse is a class two felony with a sentencing range of three to seven years per count. It is also probationable.
1: You are hearing there the prosecutor Kimberly Fox in Cook County, but you're never going to believe this. The defense attorneys and all of R. Kelly's supporters, including his two girlfriends, were in court, want him released. Listen to our friend at WGN TV. This is Nancy. Believe. kelly's
5: attorneys are asking the judge to release the r&b singer while he waits for trial arguing that he's not a danger to the community because many of the allegations are decades old they also don't think kelly should have prisoners as roommates kelly's attorneys are arguing that he should get to live with his not one but two girlfriends in a secure facility such as a townhouse
3: a place that's appropriate that'll be safe for him
0: and that can uh, house the women that are part of his relationship. So we we can't tell you where he'd be living.
5: His federal trial in the Northern District of Illinois is slated for April 27, 2020, and it's expected to last about three weeks. In the meantime, he'll likely need to appear for dozens of hearings in regards to his three other cases in New York, Minnesota, and Cook County.
4: I'm surprised he's still standing because there's been so much coming at him, but you know, he does have family that supports him.
5: We heard from Kelly's younger sisters, Lisa and Cassandra Kelly, for the first time since Kelly's arrest in July for sex abuse, child pornography, and obstruction of justice. They were joined by a group of R. Kelly supporters who traveled to Chicago for this morning's hearing. He don't like little girls. He don't mess with 14 and 15, a six-year-old. Kelly's close friends argued that Lifetime's surviving R. Kelly documentary poisoned the public against the singer and he'll be acquitted again. Meanwhile, federal prosecutors have argued that Kelly's acquittal was due to the fact that he manipulated the victims and their families.
1: That's our friend at WGN-TV, Nancy Lou. Now, as you were just hearing from CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Levi Page, R. Kelly has just been moved out of solitary confinement and into GP general population. But prosecutors are fighting back against claims by his defense team he was held in solitary against his will, and they point very clearly to recorded jailhouse calls. P.S., all the calls from jail are recorded, okay? And there's a warning that you hear when you accept a call from the jail that it's from a jail, okay? On those calls, he explained why he refused to go into general population when it had been offered, and he claims he was worried about his fame making him too popular among quote regular inmates who does he think he is special quote if i go to population i'm just up on everybody and everybody's up on me and i'm trying to figure out how to trust that or whatever he goes on to talk about why he doesn't want quote too many people up on you i've seen too many movies and it's just that i'm so popular here it's like yeah man Okay, that's what I know. (laughs) Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Back to Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com, investigative reporter. What else do we know? What's happening in the case? Well, we know, Nancy, that the trial in Chicago, Cook
3: County, is scheduled to start in April of 2020, and he's accused of assaulting one woman that was an adult and sexually abusing three girls that were minors. He also has charges in a federal indictment in New York where he's accused of racketeering where he he and his cohorts are alleged to have found underage girls at concerts, groomed them later for sexual abuse, and then pay them off. He also had allegedly made tapes of his encounters, sexual encounters, rape, of these young women. And some of the tapes had gone missing, and he was paying a bunch of money to get them back. And that's where the racketeering charges come in. And he's also charged in, you know... Minnesota and a lot of jurisdictions are coming down on him with his long long history of allegedly preying on young women and not only him but people that work for him too his manager is one of the cohorts that was involved in this as well it's very disturbing.
1: To Troy Slayton joining us now from LA renowned defense attorney Troy Slayton Uh, His defense team is claiming that he was subjected to, quote, cruel and unusual punishment behind bars due to his celebrity status. And the prosecutors point out they claim that he had had no meaningful interaction with other humans. This is by defense attorney Steve Greenberg, who I've spoken to many times. But prosecutors say Kelly has had access to indoor recreation area three times a week, that he has had three different cellmates despite his claim, he has had no interaction with other humans, and that he's uh, living it up in the commissary. What about that? It doesn't sound too bad to me.
0: Cruel and unusual punishment is prohibited by the Constitution. And... If it happens. Being inside solitary confinement isn't like in the movies. It's not like Shawshank Redemption where you're in the hole and everything is black and a, a little slit opens up where food, bread and water is pushed through a hole.
1: Bread and so- water? That's not true. Why are you even say that? Why Soli- are you
0: saying that? That's not true. Nancy, solitary confinement I'm saying is not like that. It can be simply not being able to communicate with other people and having a, a cellmate who is put in with you who is being punished for his own reasons there are reports that one of the people that they put in with r kelly was being punished for making homemade shivs that's homemade stabbing devices in jail and that's why he was being punished in solitary confinement so it seems like the jailers oh
1: i thought it was because as he said in his own words he was too popular for gp he said that he said that. It's on a tape recording. I don't care how or- much you want to doctor it up. You can go on and put perfume on the pig. But he's the one that said he's just too popular for GP. It
0: looks like they were trying to punish him, to try to intimidate him by separating him from people, which can cause
1: a normal person to go crazy. He wanted solitary. He's the one that asked for it. Well,
0: Clearly, his attorneys were arguing against it, and they wanted him to be able to interact with 30 or 40 people on a regular floor where he can have some mm-hmm. sort of meaningful human interaction and daily recreation. He had no access to TV. He had no access to the outside of his. Oh,
1: oh, wait, wait, wait. No access to TV. He hasn't been convicted of a crime. He's, he's <laughs> oh, merely accused. Uh, no access to TV. I can't believe you even said that. I got another question confounding me to Dr. Daniel Bober joining me out of the Florida jurisdiction forensic psychiatrist dr bober who are these women who are these people are kelly supporters turning out in court what is wrong with
6: them yes these are the same people that are obsessed with serial killers who are groupies they are obsessed by fame and they want to be around famous people and this guy is basically doing the same thing in prison that he did in real life which is why he's in prison which is he doesn't think the rules apply to him And he's special because he's a celebrity and he didn't do anything wrong.
1: Um, Back to you, Troy Slayton. I found out another cruel and unusual punishment that's being inflicted on him. According to his lawyers, he's, quote, miserable in jail because he's not being allowed to read his fan mail. (laughs) Sorry, just coughing, not laughing. Um, So you mean you're you're too miserable because he can't read his fan mail. Somebody
0: who has been not convicted of a crime, who is merely being jailed because he is accused of a crime. So he is a lot of crimes
1: on children.
0: Do you still believe in someone being innocent until proven guilty? Hey, this is
1: not about me. This is not about what I believe. This is about him. Saying cruel, unusual punishment is because he can't read his fan mail. Keeping him
0: from correspondence, a person who's not been convicted, does seem improper, does not seem right.
1: Mm -hmm. He gets visits. He has recreation. He's chowing down on one Snickers bar after the next. Doesn't sound cruel to me. I, 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 I don't see how you can have full access, Joseph Scott Morgan, to the commissary. Joseph Scott Morgan with me, forensics expert, author of Blood Beneath My Feet. Full access to the commissary. You see your lawyers every day, and you're whining because you don't have a TV and you can't read your fan mail? Well,
7: i got to tell you, Nancy, uh, Mr. Kelly better live high off the hog while he can because it would appear to me that the authorities, all of the investigators involved in this, I was listening to that roll call that was played earlier uh, where that recitation of all of these charges, they have got such a litany of evidence that it's going to be brought against Mr. Kelly in this case. Oh, whoa, whoa. Wait. Please,
1: with me, uh, Professor of Forensic, at Jacksonville State University, let's talk about the evidence so I can quit arguing with Troy Slayton about Snickers and fan mail. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's detail the evidence, Joe Scott. Uh,
7: yeah, uh, one of the most glaring things that they mention, as disgusting as it is, uh, was that uh, apparently uh, there's ejaculate that has been left behind uh, by Mr. Why
1: do you talk like that?
7: Uh, well, I don't know.
1: Why do you say ejaculate? <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking okay. about. You're talking about sperm. I am. Okay. Well, semen specifically. There you go. And so, semen. Yeah.
7: And so we're you're going to see, I believe, if the, if the police have handled this correctly, you're going to literally see a molecular connection between Kelly and his victims. It doesn't matter if these young women were maybe consensual in some way. This is statutory rape. He's been involved with children, Nancy. And also you've got this long line of electronic uh, uh, evidence that they're going to present, things like phone calls, things like phone records, things like videography that he has, that he has attempted uh, to buy back. They have evidence of that. It, it's going to be a very difficult uh, road, uh, road to go down for Mr. Kelly and his defense.
1: When you refer to videotapes, what are you talking about, Joe Scott?
7: Well, with the videography that they have, he's actually engaged, allegedly, allegedly, in sexual acts with these children, these underage uh, women that he has been engaging with. And not only him, but also some of his associates, allegedly. So you're gonna have this connection of all these people. And let me tell you something, uh, when the pot of gold dries up and all these people around him are connected to this and they realize what they're faced with, uh, you know, you'll start seeing people sing like a bird when they're faced with the idea that, look, you know, we were just here as peripheral participants. He's really the bad guy. And I bet that they're gonna get some of these people to flip on him.
1: Stories with Nancy Grace. The singing sensation. R. Kelly moved into general population take a listen to this.
2: Later this month, the defense will argue for reconsideration of bond and possible release with Kelly's two girlfriends serving as custodians. They were in court today along with a number of fans and some relatives,
4: including two of Kelly's sisters. He's being brave. He's holding up. Um, thank God for that. Um, he, he has faith that everything's going to work out the way it should, um, you know, under the circumstances. You know, I'm surprised he's still standing because it's been so much coming at him but you know he does have family that supports him
2: the april 27th trial date is tentative since it's unclear how the other four uh, other three cases might proceed those are in illinois new york as well as minnesota in this case prosecutors expect a trial to last about three weeks
1: that's our friend at wgn tv nancy lou you know, it's kind of amazing to John Cardillo, former NYPD, that it took a documentary on Lifetime, Surviving R. Kelly, uh, to to bring about new charges after one jury acquitted him out of Chicago many, many years ago. What about that, John Cardillo? It took a documentary on Lifetime.
6: Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've been talking about this case since 1978, right? But it does show a troubling truth in that when you're a wealthy celebrity, and you have millions of dollars to spend on your defense, and this guy is very wealthy, a lot of hit songs, that there's a different standard of justice for you. And he's had the best lawyers. He's been able to hold things at bay. You know, and his lawyers are, I mean, I find it ludicrous. This guy was, they're using solitary confinement, which is even a misnomer. He was in administrative segregation, which is common for celebrities. Typically, it's like a dorm-type room, jail cell, it's not he's not in there, you know, in the whole nude in and in a, in a filthy room with rats running around the floor and it's stone and he's given a filthy blanket to sleep on. This is just him once again playing the victim and martyr. And I think the travesty here is that these victims are being turned. They're being vilified. He's got these moronic. Oh, I won't even call them fans. They're cultists who are coming out crying for this guy who was a child sexual predator and his victims are having to relive this over and over and over again. So hopefully the feds, which have a much higher conviction rate than the state and a lot of resources at their disposal, hopefully the DOJ can finally put this guy behind bars because I disagree with his lawyers and those supporters. Take a listen to
1: Lisa Van Allen, then a teen girl when she meets R. Kelly. Lisa, what happened when you got to Chicago?
8: Initially when I got there, um, you know... Being so young, it was a bit exciting to travel to another city and to meet, uh, you know, him and to hang out here his music and things like that. But soon after that, uh, you know, it, that kind of died down because uh, he asked me to do a threesome with him. And uh, the way he got me to do it was he told me he had never had one before, and uh, with me thinking that I'm um, his girlfriend, I felt, you know kind of obligated to do that for him if he had never had one before and he's a superstar you know what i mean i'm like girls are always throwing themselves at him and he's never had one before so i'll just i'll go ahead and do it you know for him we had the threesome and uh after we had it it just became and just something that he always wanted to do threesomes with different girls
1: so what happened then
8: um i would get very upset (laughs) i'd cry um, more often than not, I cry about it and he would always try to give me like pep talks about, um, how, you know, it was just sex and it didn't hold any emotion to him and how a lot of times he didn't know the girl's names and, you know, if I could just do it and get it over with, you know, so it would be a lot of, uh, trauma involved for me because, uh, you know, it was something that I didn't want to do. And I felt, you know, that I had to do it for him, especially since I had already done it. You know what I mean? But, you know, once I realized, once we did it more than once, I realized it was a lie. But I was already caught up into it, and I ended up living there with him. You know, he was taking care of me. You know, I didn't have my job anymore at the mall. You know, so it kind of was like I really didn't have a choice.
1: When he would try to give you, as you refer to it as pep talks, you told me that he would say things like, if you love me, you wouldn't try to change me.
8: Yes, he would. Yes, he would say that, and he'd say things that, that he would say that. That's what his mother told him. If you, if a woman loves a man, she won't try to change him. So I'm thinking to myself, well, him and his mother would know better than me. If I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm a child. What do I know about what a grown woman should do, or what, you know, to to please a man, you know? So I go off with what he told me.
1: I'm like, okay, well, I guess he's right. At this time, you were 17, yeah. and how old was he? 31. Okay, I guess that says it all right there. Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com. Explain to me, how much time is he looking at if he's convicted on all counts? I
3: don't know the exact amount of time, but, I mean, there's so many states here, Nancy. New York, Cook County, Chicago, uh, Minnesota. These are federal charges, Nancy. And his lawyer is trying to get him out on bond. But the scary part about that is some of the charges that he's currently facing is, Remember when he went on trial back in 2008 for that tape where he urinated on a young woman in this sex tape he was acquitted of that
1: uh, You mean the 14 year yes. old girl
3: Yeah. Remember, in that case, part of these charges is that he was paying off people not to testify against him and that there were other tapes and he and his associates were paying people large sums of money to get these tapes back. And if he's released, he could be scheming and plotting to pay people off in his current trial to intimidate people. So that's a big reason why he should not be out. To
1: Joyce Layton, a renowned defense attorney joining me out of L.A., what are the potential sentences in these cases?
0: So he's facing four prosecutions right now, one state prosecution in Chicago and Cook County. That means it's the people of the state of Illinois against him. And then in the other three prosecutions, he's facing federal charges, the United States government against him. For example, in just one of the cases in Chicago, the federal case, he's facing 149 years. So when you aggregate all these cases together, he's facing multiple life terms in prison.
1: Stories with Nancy Grace. R. Kelly has just been moved out of solitary confinement and into GP general population. But prosecutors are fighting back against claims by his defense team. He was held in solitary against his will. All the whining about life behind bars when, according to prosecutors, he's been holding women in his, quote, compounds, underage girls and molesting them. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. Take a listen to what R. Kelly's lawyer tells me. It's hard for me to believe, Mr. Greenberg, that all of these women are, I assume you've seen the Lifetime special, Surviving R. Kelly that they're all lying, and your client is the only one telling the truth. Uh,
9: Sparkle. Sparkle told her story back when uh, Mr. Kelly was arrested and charged here in Illinois uh, more than a decade ago, and the jury didn't believe her then. Uh, She's just retelling the same story that no one believed. The young lady who she claimed was in the video said it wasn't her. The young lady's mother said it wasn't her young lady's father said it wasn't her. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know why everyone wants to believe Sparkle when, when the people who are supposedly closer to the situation all say she's not correct.
1: Well, okay, you know what? Let's move from Sparkle, who, guys, Sparkle is the aunt of the 14-year-old girl in the video, according to the indictment. The jury said they could not determine that she was 14 or who she was. With me today is Lisa Van Allen, who lived with R. Kelly, who says she was picked out of a group of women on a a video shoot, strippers, grown women. He comes straight over to a skinny teen girl and says, How old are you? Will your mama let you come to Chicago? She gets there, and he immediately enlists her for sex in a threesome. Now, forget about Sparkle and the incident of the 14-year-old girl in the video who was having sex with R. Kelly and got urinated on. Now, I'm talking about Lisa Van Allen, who's with me right now. You were there, Lisa. Exactly. What happened when he asked you to have a threesome with an underage
8: girl, according to you? Right. Yeah. When he would ask me to have a threesome, you know, I'd cry. I'd get upset. And he would say, I mean, in one with... The young lady that we're speaking of from trial, when I cried about that one, he got upset and said, what am I going to do with this tape? What can I do with this? How can I watch this if you want here hear crying? You know, I mean, he really got upset that he couldn't watch that tape later with the 17 year old on it. Hit me. I mean, he calls himself the Pied Piper. Can, can his lawyer explain that? You know what the Pied Piper is? The Pied Piper <laughs> is a, a man who lures children away from their family. Do
1: you? Do you, Steve Greenberg, know what the Pied Piper is? Uh, I do. Okay, what? Yes. If you know what the and Pied Piper I, I is, explain, what is it?
9: Uh, I cannot explain people's nicknames, and, and that's not really
8: You don't have you know, to explain concern. it. He doesn't have to explain it. I mean, the, the, the evidence is there. I mean, go to Cook County Courthouse. How many women have you paid off that were underage? Do you pay off people when you're not guilty?
1: I think 12. Do you do that when you're not guilty? Or is that the right number, Steve? Steve, is that the right number? There have been 12 young women with whom he has reached civil settlements where he paid money to make their claim go away in civil court. Uh, Nancy,
9: beyond saying that people settle civil cases for uh, all sorts of reasons, including the cost of litigation, Uh, any settlement, which I have never seen, um, are, my understanding when people explain them are supposed to be confidential. And therefore, I believe that if I were, I was not involved in those cases, if they exist, Mm -hmm. I wasn't a lawyer on it. And if I say anything about it, I would be subject Mm -hmm. to discipline from the courts here. So I'm not going to put myself
8: in that situation. Since Rob is not, since since, since he believes that Robert didn't do any of these things, why don't they have Rob and all of us young ladies do lie detector tests? Then it'll, it'll prove who's telling the truth and who's not. I'm not saying in the court of law, just period, just record it.
1: Well, would he agree to a lie detector, Steve Greenberg?
8: I'll ask him. <laughs> okay, everybody
1: hold. Uh, with me is Lisa Van Allen, alleged victim of musical superstar R. Kelly, who created I Believe I Can Fly, and Steve Greenberg, R. Kelly's defense attorney. You've got Tiffany Hawkins. who filed a $10 million lawsuit against Robert Kelly. Uh, she says their relationship started when she was 15 years old and Kelly was 24. They settled for a quarter million dollars. Then you've got Ep- Epic Records intern Tracy Sampson, uh, indecent sex relationship when she was 17. That was a settlement. Patrice Jones sued. For impregnating her when she was seventeen, and she says forcing her to get an abortion. They settled out of court. Montina Woods seeking fifty grand over sex encounter in his recording studio. Out of court, unknown settlement. Then there was the fourteen counts of child porn. He was found not guilty on that. Then there was uh, detailed allegations. From parents claiming their daughter being held in a cult. Okay, then you've got, I'm, I'm losing my voice. Your Honda Pace says she met Kelly outside of his trial when she was 15 and he started inviting her over and they started a sex relationship that he would film the encounters. That ended and there was a apparently a settlement. Kitty Jones, Lizette Martinez. Well, I mean, I'm going to run out of time naming all these women. So none of those names ring a bell, Steve Greenberg?
9: Well, they all ring a bell. But, for example, uh, one of them you rattled off, settled, you know, sued because she was supposedly sexually assaulted in his studio and, and she settled for 50 grand. I mean, 50 grand is a nuisance payment. The cost of someone like, like Mr. Kelly going to litigation
8: so that's the through litigation on, right? is extremely
9: expensive. <laughs> so and, and, that well, that's the one where, where the number was mentioned. <laughs> I'm not a party to those agreements. If <laughs> they exist, I wouldn't know. I could tell you that that if anyone's talking about them and they do exist and they're breaching the agreement. So you've got people who, who <laughs>
1: signed Oh, um, You know, Steve, this is about not agreement. about the women the breaching an agreement. This right. is about the fact that R. Kelly has settled with, we believe, 12 women at least for claims of underage sex or sex harassment. But hold on. I want to go back to something Lisa Van Allen said. Does he call himself the Pied Piper or do other people call him that? Mm-hmm.
8: He calls himself the Pied Piper. On songs, he'll say, it's the Pied Piper. Okay,
1: Lisa, if you could speak to R. Kelly right now, what would you say?
8: I would say, stop hurting people. Stop hurting people. Why does he feel the need? I mean, they say hurt people hurt people, but that, that doesn't have to be true. I've been hurt on multiple occasions, and I don't want to hurt people. I'm here to help people. I would tell him, get help and stop hurting people. Send those girls home. If 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 they're not being held against their will, let them go see their family. Let them go. And then they'll come back if they're not being held against their will. You know, it, I always said, I say it's, it was me before Me Too because I came out before any of these movements were out. You know, and nobody was listening back in 2008. But now we have a second chance to come back around. He calls himself the Pie Piper of R&B for a reason. He tells us all of these names in his songs
1: For a reason. He came up with A's ain't nothing but a number. For a reason. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend.
3: Inner peace. For me, it's the aroma of lavender in a candlelit bath enveloped by a rainforest soundscape.
4: Enlightenment, here I come.
5: Free one-day delivery on bath bombs and millions of other items. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime.